I guess it helps when I uh, hit add to stream, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> of course, as usual, JJ is late and uh, fucking up the whole flow of everything. <laughs> so in the meantime, welcome to Consider This Hit. I am your host, Coltrane, along with my right-hand lady sitting across from me here in the AZ, Shelly. All the way out there in New York City, as I always say, if you can make it there, then good for you. It's a notoriously hard place to do so. Lo, loco, what's going on? Same thing. <laughs> I wish I had something exciting to say here, but. It ain't got to be exciting. We just got to be. Uh, no, I'm just wondering why, you know, there must be love in the air around here because, like, why am I walking my dog down the street and there's, like, used condoms on the ground everywhere? Ugh. That's what's going on here. It's called New York City. <laughs> it's called nasty. Keep it to yourselves. <laughs> and it's kind of everywhere, not just one certain block or area. I mean, we nasty. <laughs> Yeah, y'all gross. I remember seeing uh, rats the size of cats out there. And oh, yeah. were so fast. There's JJ. Shit. Here I am. Hi, hi, hi. Late as usual. I wasn't that late. Late enough. Missed the intro and every damn thing. I did something I shouldn't have did while we were on the break. Uh-huh. I knew you did. <laughs> 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 Looks hazy up in there. No, I uh, searched the area around my house for sex offenders on the sex offender list. And it came back with a lot of red dots. I was like, Ooh, son of a bitch. Yes. Maybe people went to high school with, because I, I bet you I'll find 10 of those every damn time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today, we are going to talk a little bit more about the shit that we talked about on... I need to watch my language. <laughs> Monetize, young man. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the stuff we talked about on the other show, which is uh, the hell's wrong with Florida. Sorry. And um, we are also going to have, as usual, Lowe's Lowdown. And later on, we're going to have a segment with JJ and possibly a few other people. It's going to be called Ask JJ which I stole a bunch of Dear Abby deals from uh, years and years of whatever. So we're going to see with JJ and possibly the rest of the crew what kind of advice we have for some of these ne'er-do-wells. Got to see how quick I think on my feet, I guess. I guess so. Especially, <laughs> especially when you got the John Gunja all up in you. <laughs> Um, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll also be talking about the difference between the 90s and now, like the shit we used to get away with. Uh, we're the last of the creative bunch. We're the originality outlaws because uh, we're the last generation that actually didn't have computers and, you know, the internet and all that shit and then came into it. Um, and then uh, after Lowe's Lowdown, we do have a special guest. He is who we tried to introduce on Podbean, but 
Podbean is a piece of shit because they don't fix the problems they need to fix right away, but they show collect that check right away, don't you? Mm-hmm. So anyway, Kenny Bolin, who is the um, host of the Bowling Alley, he was uh, OV, excuse me, OVW manager, managed uh, John Cena, among others. So we'll have him on here for some of his opinions, and he is very entertaining, trust me. Uh, just look up the Bowling Alley and... Uh, watch his program and i guarantee you'll be entertained but quicker than usual we are going to go to low and uh let me see if we got some music for you this time because i sure the hell forgot to load something so here we are with Lowe's lowdown there we go you like that funky cool yeah. all right <laughs> that's not <laughs> <laughs> Okay, today I'm going to talk about why did being a Gen Xer suck? What aspects of it suck? Because we're always talking about how great it is. But what sucked about it? I'm going to say it's how the previous generation treated us. I feel like they listened to us and kicked us when we were down, especially if we were trying to look for a job. Like, I know it's harder for kids now, but there's a trickle down. And we kind of were like where the where it gathered and became a little cesspool. And I'm going to tell like one example of an experience I had of um, I was temping. I was just trying to get temp jobs. Big deal. Temp job. And we faxed our resumes back then. So I faxed my resume to this temp agency and I had a little gap in office work because I waited tables for like I don't know, at that point, maybe four years. So I called back and I'm like, I didn't hear back from anyone. And the boomer <laughs> on the other end is like, well, you have a gap. And I said, yeah, I was waiting tables. She's like, oh, God, no. And hung up on me. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? I mean, I didn't call her back. And that's the other thing. We just had to take this shit from them. We do not have all these internet platforms to go bitch about and expose them for what they were worth um like the kids nowadays do and we just had to take that shit and i'm happy to say i actually had a conversation with a gen z young lady 21 years old in the gym locker room i'm gonna say i have a lot a lot of hope and i i promised her i would not do to their generation what the boomers did to us i actually saw somewhere where they said Boomers opened all these doors for themselves and then closed it on their way out. And I'm going to say that, yeah, we were the ones to get the brunt of that. We Xers, I mean, different problems for different generations. But what really sucked about Gen X is we were really not given too many chances by the previous generation, the boomers especially. And I think I'm speaking to all Xers to say, don't do that because it doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't benefit you. We got to communicate better. And that's where I think it really sucked for Gen Xers. We had nobody to listen to us when we tried to communicate. And I think there were maybe other things like maybe it was more political. We started to actually kind of all get along in, in the 90s and the government didn't like that. So they did a lot of things to separate us. And when we were allowed to make a joke of 
race and be open about it like they're trying to suppress now and that's what happened they get scared when we start to get along you know and now i think we're having that backlash of don't let everybody get along because of course there's power in numbers so i think that's really what sucked about being a gen xer i'm sure there's a lot more but from my point of view right now i think that's what i would say and if anybody has anything else to add to that i would love to hear it like if any of my co-hosts here what you would think financially maybe was it political that really sucked about growing up gen x i mean you know Colton, you touched on it we really had to take a brunt of um being overpowered by these kids knowing technology better than us that sucks because <laughs> we're at their mercy yeah. so much so we kind of were in that in-between stage of like technology no technology and i mean i remember taking the i don't know i think it was like a two-week class for 99 dollars in manhattan somewhere just to learn the basics of a computer when it dolls back at the time we didn't have windows yeah, yeah. you're right it was it was dos <laughs> yeah you had to have like 13 commands just to make your cursor move or whatever it, it was complicated. Yeah. You had all those control alt delete things. That's where it came from. F1, you actually use those F numbers on top. Remember F1, F2, function one, two, three. I'm like, you had to memorize one through 12 or something yeah. like that. I'm like, I don't know which one oh, does yes. which. <laughs> it was nuts. We got screwed. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, as we talk across the generations, let's bring in our guest. He is the host of the Bowling Alley. It is Kenny Bowling. How's it going, Kenny? Well, it's Kenny the Star Maker Bowling, being as yeah, I've been sitting backstage at Podbean waiting for a damn hour to get on your show. That <laughs> and, and then you bring me over here to StreamYard, where I'm very comfortable with, because this is where we do the Bowling Alley and the Star Maker Bowling Show. And I'm still sitting backstage for 15 or 20 minutes. <laughs> so I'm glad you were so thrilled to have me on today that you kept me in the waiting room for 90 goddamn minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Anybody want everybody? laughs> welcome. Welcome. Well, welcome. Yeah. So tell us what's, what's going down in uh, Louisville right now. We know well, you had some people getting incidents. shot and killed, people getting murdered at banks, people getting murdered at colleges, people getting murdered at the, the federal building. Uh, people getting murdered all over the goddamn place because people think that weapons of war, weapons of mass destruction are the things to have these days. And if you're a little bony ass chicken shit, like a kid rock or, a or, uh, who's that other little <laughs> shit bag that uh, supports Trump? Uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, Trip? Uh, no, no, not him. It's the one he's kind of like kid rock. Uh, uh, he he was big in the seventies. Uh, hadn't done jack shit since. Oh, then. Ted Nugent. Oh, Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. Yeah. Ted Nugent. yeah, exactly. So yeah, he's yeah. an ass hat. Yeah, I went off on both of them on Twitter today, and some of their fans were giving me some shit. I think I had about seventy percent support, thirty percent non-support. But no, if if you think you can't get through life without an AR fifteen, MR twelve, whatever the fuck they call these things, I, I heard you talk about monetize on the bowling alley. We use whatever language we want. What's it like <laughs> over here? And I'll try and respect the show. Oh well, hey, you know, because I'm a little late doing that. I'm gonna tell you what uh, we counted when I did the last uh, the last live show we did. When I went back to edit, I counted in the first hour sixty three fucks. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Well, fifty-five that's... of which were from me. <laughs> so you speak fucking 
fucking openly. Go ahead. Do me a favor, uh, uh, Coltrane, and bring me a a widescreen so I can show off the crown and the briefcase that I used to use and wear during my wrestling days. You can give me the widescreen version there if you can. There you go. Wow. I guess I get the whole screen there for a second. As you can tell, I was watching a little baseball in the background. USFL's having empty Coliseum matches down in Memphis. Ain't nobody at these damn games. I don't know how they're making any money. They said somebody named Steve Young made um, a $2.4 million to work for the Los Angeles version of the USFL team. There is nobody at these damn games, so I don't know where the money's coming from. I guess the networks are paying way more because I don't think anyone's watching them. No one's going. Tickets are $10, and they can't get 75 people at most of these games. Good Lord. Damn. At least paid attendance anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to show the crown in the briefcase. That briefcase has hit a lot of famous people. If you're if you're nice. familiar with wrestling, I guess they're famous people. I haven't hit Trump with it yet, but that, that's on my list of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lou is a family, uh, excuse me, a fellow wrestling fan. She's out there. Oh, yeah. New York All right. City. Oh, I, I, I went to my live shows. Well, I have an answer, uh, being as to show you I was actually listening to the show while I've been backstage for the last 90 minutes. All the condoms, condoms you were finding around New York City, it's one of two things. Either there's Uh-oh. a lot of people fucking in New York in close to your area, or Kenny Bolin's been to town and he was a bit careless. So <laughs> should have cleaned up after myself. But God, you should have. I will yeah, appreciate it. Pick up after yourself, man. Pick up after yourself. That's, well, I, was, I knew I was leaving. I didn't give a shit. Well, you are a <laughs> stud because they're everywhere, honey. <laughs> well, I tell you what, when I come to New York, I'm a busy man. Uh, uh, at least I didn't get ran out in five minutes like Marjorie Taylor Green did. The oh, other day. that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Did you Clinton, see that, JJ? What, what's that? I did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Now, did she, now I, I saw a princess down here, JJ, Princess JJ was down here looking up sex offenders. Did Marjorie Taylor Green come up or Matt <laughs> Shane, little Bobo the ho-ho, you know, we got little Bobo out there. In no, not in my area. If I'd have done a wider search, I'm sure I would have got a lot more. Probably would have pulled up a few names. Little Bobo the ho-ho from Colorado. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we actually did a show her about her uh, about, what was it, two months ago? Yeah. Were we talking about the whole Stan oh, yeah. Lane thing? Uh, as a matter of fact, her kid didn't show up for court the other day. He was in a car wreck that that, that hurt somebody, and that somebody is suing the Bobo family. Oh, the kid Lord. didn't show up for court. He's like 17, got some ah. little 15, 16-year-old girl uh, pregnant. Yeah. Um, and then this is the little Christian shit who's always preaching the word of God, and, unless it applies to her family or so. Her right. husband was arrested right. for exposing himself, I think, at a bowl, not my bowling alley, but someone else's bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, if they're projecting, they're, they're committing the crimes. Just like oh, yeah. if they're projecting, just hang around because they're going to be arrested for it sooner or later. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the homophobes, you know, the people that I graduated high school with that were the manliest. Oh, yeah. Homophobes. Man, I saw no, I one that had a pearl When did you graduate? I graduated in 96. 96, yeah. So yeah. I, got, I got a few on you. Yep. <laughs> Just I heard few. you talk about not having these computers and everything. Be 63 years old. <laughs> and the only reason I have a computer uh, is because in 2007, uh, this uh, company called Who Slamming Who wanted me to start doing their podcast. And I didn't have a, cu- a computer. And then there was another uh, wildlife radio or something. They wanted me to do podcasts. And they said, well, we'll send you a free computer if you'll do the podcast. So I had to learn on the fly and whatever my son could do. 
don't know shit. I can cut, copy, and paste, and then get on a. I can get on everything but Podbean. Podbean is the only podcast <laughs> I haven't been able to do. And we used to broadcast on Podbean back in the early days. We used to do our audio versions there too. Really? And uh, I couldn't get in there for shit. And I, I'm not totally a dumbass when it comes right. to that period, but I well, couldn't get in. Other people have said that too. Yeah. And it's you all sounded fine though. Thing. Y'all oh. sounded good. I just couldn't well, join you. That. And uh, and who and who is Shelly the mime here? She hasn't said a word since the show started. <laughs> <laughs> This is Mrs. Coltrane over there. Mrs. Coltrane. Well, well, that's why she doesn't say anything. She's scared you're going to bitch slap her. (laughs) (laughs) We don't do that on this show, do we? We don't have none of that. We're not a bunch of Republicans over here. We don't do that. No, no. Dana White slapped his wife and has suffered no repercussions for it. Dana White, the head of the UFC, he he slapped his wife in public. videoed. I haven't seen it. I've heard what? Oh, yeah. He's oh, I gotta wife. check this out. And she apologized for him. That's how you do it if you're a Republican. Slap your wife. Oh, we were drunk. Things uh, he's a good man. Mm-hmm. Uh the things just got out of hand. We were drunk. I hit him first. All right, I've been hit by a few women too, but worst case, you know, when you're a lot bigger than they are, hold them, try to calm them down. Mm-hmm. And if that don't work, get someone else involved. But you don't I don't care who the fuck you are. You do not strike a woman. Right. And Dana White's a pretty big guy. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to hit his wife. And uh, now was it? Now did you see the video? Because I did not. I did not I did. see it either. I didn't I see did. it. It looked right. like they were kind of wrestling around, and he popped uh-huh. the shit out of her. It was right in the face. Jesus Christ. Oh, he's, yeah. he's a big tough guy. It was, I mean, it was like an open hand chop. You know, it was it was hard. Well, anybody that associates with Trump and Vince McMahon is probably a womanizing piece of shit to begin with. And I got no you're mistake. right. Yep. You're, got yeah. No yeah. So, what'd you think well, about, I was talking about Colorado? Now, you're not out in Colorado, are you? No, we are in Arizona. Uh, JJ's in Nebraska, and yeah. uh, we got New York City over there. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, first man to see. Oh, I've pinned Jim Cornette so goddamn many times. Probably a couple hundred. <laughs> I, I just read what you had there. Yeah, I've beaten him a lot. Uh, yeah. He he was a piece of cake. He's a piece of cake. <laughs> when you're not a man. When you're Louisville not a man. <laughs> Well, that lips what got him pinned about two hundred times, right? <laughs> if you got an if you got a uh, an alligator mouth and a hummingbird rear end, it's best to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that walking back there? Is that Scooby? Oh, uh, I think well, Scooby kind of speaks for himself. Come here, Scooby. Come here. Come here. He, was, he was on the warm up for like twenty minutes sitting up here. Come here. Scooby, got bored, I've already been on the show for a damn hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he thought he thought he was on. He was oh. talking and everything. He's a talking dog. Well, we certainly appreciate got, you coming on. We got Scooby and uh, we have Choco. She's the little pit mix, and we have uh, Two Cow the Labrador. Yeah, uh, I've Scooby, seen a lot of pictures of Two Cow. Scooby, I got three. a pit mix too. Oh, do you? Yeah, Scooby is three. Uh, uh, Choco just turned ten on March sixteenth, same day as me and my son. And Two Cow, uh, has, Two Cow, strangely enough, has Cornette's birthday on September seventeenth. <laughs> so just so he wouldn't be associated with that shit bag, we changed. The birthday <laughs> we, we we had to go down to the to the courthouse and legally have his birth certificate changed to September sixteenth. <laughs> I'm getting my shit in, being as I missed the first hour and a half. There you go. Get it all in, hell that you want. You uh, <laughs> guys talking about the uh, the book bands? Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't uh, hang on a minute. Just while we're talking about book bands, 
think I got some shit jammed enough. Uh, don't ban this one. Uh, <laughs> I probably screwed you too. The Ron DeSantis story, because I would <laughs> fuck him up if I ever see him in person. I'm telling and, you. Uh, but yeah, I probably don't ban that one. There's a lot of horrible stories in there. Some of them are true. And so we don't want to ban that book. So what are they I'm trying to I heard you mentioning about some of the ones they're trying to ban. Anything to do with Rosa Parks, obviously. Yes. Anything yes. to do with uh, um, uh, goddamn the, the baseball uh, yeah. Roberto Clemente. Roberto Clemente, uh, who Jackie was Robinson. in the plane crash. Jackie Robinson, first ever uh -huh. African-American baseball player. Yep. yep. Yeah, let's, let's ban books about these people. Right. Stories of being young and black in America. Yeah, something about it. Well, let's act like it never happened. Why don't yeah. we do that? Just act well, like it a, never happened. Here's a real funny book. We didn't have. tie them to trees. And we just watch Roots. And if you don't hate white people, I'm, I'm disappointed to be associated with white people. <laughs> uh, I, I've watched it several I times. I was accused of being a racist at a wrestling show once. He's Bowen's a racist. I said, tell you what, I'll address that next week. I got in the ring, walked around, talked to the crowd. I said, you're right, you stupid fucks. I am a racist. And I'll admit it right here today. You know what? I hate stupid fucking white people. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hate the racist. Exactly. Exactly. Princess, you agree with that? Do you hate stupid fucking white people? Because I do. Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. And it seems any like Republican, it's spreading. Pick any Republican <laughs> politician, and it, and and the way I see it is if you stand by racist and you won't speak up against them, then you're just as fucking bad as they are. Exactly. That's right. We're gonna Absolutely. break it. That's right. Yeah, we're going to break at 64 fuck today. We're going to break it. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> Monetize my ass. We're also going to get Shell to say something before the show's over. Yeah. I don't know how, but we're going to do it. I'm over he here. He won't hit you while I'm here. Don't you worry about him. <laughs> don't you worry about him at all. Just throw spitballs at you. There you go. This is a book called This Book is Anti-Racist. Oh, I'm sure it is. Go ahead. <laughs> You've already 20 told lessons me on how to wake up. Uh -huh. Yeah, just a, a bunch of the Jim Thorpe story. I mean, there's just a common theme. Yeah. Homosexuality, too, especially trans. Uh, let's see, which what was that? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, they don't even want to make those people considered humans anymore. If they can no, the names well, they call them. Well, well, the reason I can speak so educatedly about this is because my my biological father was the leader, the Grand Poobah, the Grand Wizard, if you want to call him, of the KKK in um, in Norfolk, Virginia. Now, I oh. didn't I didn't live with him or associate with him much, and when I found out all that shit in 1979, that was a bit of a problem. Wow. Um, he even told me that the KKK was done away with in Norfolk. So they formed the Freemasons. So anytime you meet anybody in the Freemasons, let that be a red flag for you. And I do yeah. know some. That try, oh, no, we're not racist. And he told me himself how they got around the loophole was uh, they would have a black man run the door and pay him well to mm. keep his mouth shut about what he saw or what was going on. And that was the well. You can't call us racist. The the doorman's black. Can't. Yep. And that was straight out of my out of my biological father, who was the leader of the KKK in North Virginia. My mother married another guy who also. It was like uh, he had a very dear friend named, named Les Johnson that worked at a company called Southern States with him. And I thought it was weird when I'm seven, eight, ten years old, twelve years old. Les lived down the street from us, about three or four houses. But Les and his lovely wife never came to see us, and we never went to see them. They just worked together in passing. And 
And, but no, well, we, we can't be seen going into their house and they can't be seen coming into ours. And that's the shit that I was raised in. So right about age 11 or 12, I'm thinking, this is a crock of shit. And if anybody other than a white person moved in the name, oh, the property value is going to go down. Hey, we're the poorest motherfuckers on the street. They can only help our property value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, whoever comes in is only going to help us. So shut All right. But I never understood Bye. how people would judge people by the color of their skin, the way they speak, the way they wear their hair, the type of clothes they wear. I was always fascinated by people that were different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my first girlfriends when I was 15 or 16, because they were forbidden, you weren't allowed to date such people. Uh, my very first ever little girlfriend was Asian. Then uh, I think three or four girlfriends after that were black. I can't tell you the last white woman I dated. Uh, well, I can, but I got out of those situations. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, white women have no use for me. And okay, vice versa. But uh, my show is known not to have any white women watch it. So, hey, if you two want to join, you know, you know come on over. Absolutely. Yeah, he has a really, his show is really entertaining. And, you know, one of the things, the very first thing I remember. I band like a bitch, too, because we talk a lot of shit people don't want to talk about. But uh, yeah, Oh, do. yeah. I know the Trump fans oh. come out in droves whenever you talk about that. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, the favorite show that you were on, uh, I think it was Cornette's, though, when you were talking about uh, well, we, we did a lot of good shows because we oh, yeah. interacted extremely yeah, you well. You interacted and really well. Tell you, those shows were good. Yeah. Yeah. But the uh, the deer being the most dangerous uh, animal in the world. Do you remember <laughs> it that? It is. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Arm, arm, arm the deer. Arm the what? deer. <laughs> fucking arm the deer. deer. Hunters will be a lot less fucking brave when, ear, when deers have antlers loaded with ammunition as well. And they can yeah. shoot back. <laughs> and when you hear about deer running out into the street, they're just trying to take out 10, 15 white people in a goddamn <laughs> You know, it's a, it's a suicide bombing. It's the deer's version of a suicide bombing. They run into the middle of the street. Yeah, we, we lost Buck. white people that were going hunting to kill the rest of us that's great it's a version of and let let me see these fucking hunters when they go out into the woods and then all of a sudden the deer's got his antlers lined up shooting bullets at his ass let's see how fucking (laughs) great he is then and then also on that very same show Thought it was a joke, but now Republicans are on board with it because Jimmy called me before the show he says we're going to talk about gun control and he said, what side do you want? You pro-gun or anti-gun? I said, I don't know what side you want. I said, I know what I feel. I said, what do you, well, I tell you what, I'll be um, anti-gun. I said, well, good, I'll be pro-gun. So knowing that is not how I feel, but I had three minutes notice to do this. Right. So that's when we talked about arm the deer. Shit's going to change. They're the most dangerous. And, and they'll just take their antlers and fucking kill you if you fuck with them. Uh, <laughs> put 25 rounds in them before they can get to you you're fucked that's why they kill so many white guys name me the last black guy got killed by a deer he fucking knew better you fucking racist republican white fucks that get killed by deer so good fucking knock it off what then, the hell who are you talking to she talking to me? <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. No, my dog is under the desk and he keeps knocking it and my phone keeps falling over. <laughs> well, I, I thought I was muted. I thought I was muted. Sorry. <laughs> no, you were not. I thought you were telling me. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so then we started talking about uh, school shootings because that was getting to be a thing back then. That was after Columbine and all that. Yeah. And, uh, Jimmy says, well, what about 
What about the school shootings and everything? What, what about, I said, well, arm the children. What? Yeah, every goddamn kid's got a got at least a six shooter. Maybe something like Lucas McCain has got, you know, cock that motherfucker, put 11 rounds in somebody. It shot 11 rounds. I looked it up. But um, no, arm the children. He said, well, don't you think somebody would get killed? I said, fuck yeah, somebody's going to get killed. <laughs> That's yeah. the point. He says, well, what, well, what about crossfire? I said, casualties, man, casualties. All right, you got 36 kids, all of them fucking armed. Shooter sticks his fucking head in the door. Bang, 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 bang. Shooting the shit out of that mother. Yeah, we're going to lose two or three. We're going to lose Timmy. We're going to lose little <laughs> But we're it's for the greater three. good, isn't we're it? Gonna, <laughs> we're going to lose three or four, but we ain't going to lose all 36. <laughs> 40. No, that shit ends there. Arm the fucking children. So I'm preaching this like I really believe it. Now we got Republicans wanting to arm the teachers. Oh my God. Enough to worry about Tennessee. These dumb fucks in Tennessee. I was married in Tennessee. I was divorced in Georgia. Uh, my son was born in Nashville. What a bunch of stupid fucks. No wonder I had to get the fuck out of there. There's some <laughs> fucks for you. Add that to the count. So, uh, no, no, don't arm the goddamn teacher. Oh, and Ted Cruz, that stupid fuck down in Texas. Oh, God. He, he wants more policemen and more guards at the door. Maybe less entries. Let's only have one door. Yeah, let's let the fucking school catch fire and everybody's got to get out one goddamn door, you right, stupid, right. you stupid bearded fuck who's scared of the cold and went to Cancun <laughs> or something when it got cold in Texas. You shitbag fuck. See, I got another one in. There you go. I there you go. A passion. Now, how much shit do you think he will went through if uh, he became president being a Cuban from Canada? Would it yeah. have been the same as Barack? I don't get it, man. DeSantis. I don't. Th I don't think DeSantis. If you go back in his roots, I don't think that labels out to be natural born American citizen. Do does right. it to you? The Not name DeSantis tells me he came from fucking somewhere else. Mm -hmm. the, the 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 relatives that came over here and and we all for the most part came from somewhere. We I've been watching John. Le well, I haven't watched it yet. I saw the trailer for it. John Leguizamo has a thing coming up talking about how important the Italian race is to to America and, and what they've done for America, what black folks have done for America, that, that, that this country was built basically uh, by black folks. I mean, you, you take blacks and Italians and and Jews out of the equation and a lot of shit didn't happen. And and why any Jew and, and, and for those blacks out there that support uh, Republicans, I, I don't fucking get it. Why any Jew, any black. <laughs> any Italian, any minority, any Mexican would support a Republican because unless they can find a way to get some use out of you, this George Santos guy uh, from Brazil who's gay, what do Republicans hate worse than a Brazilian gay guy? Right. Well, <laughs> right. we got to have one. we got to have one. So, no, uh, I, I don't get it. I mean, yeah, you can say what you want about the Democratic Party and maybe they haven't done enough. Well, I tell you what, if we put 60% of the Congress and 60% of the Senate as, as Democrats, a lot of fucking shit to get done. Oh, who, yeah. Basically, who gives a fuck who the president is? Those right. are the assholes that control everything. Uh, right. You see, you see um, a Biden right now, he has good intentions. He would like to do a lot more. I right. wish he'd jammed the courts and at least made it 6-6, six, six, uh, Republican, Democrat. And, and, I, and I think there ought to be 13 one independent that both sides agree on. Otherwise, right. the motherfucker don't get in. Republicans right. got to put him in. Democrats got to agree to him. 
one independent. He's your tiebreaker in case everybody sticks to party lines. And that ought to be your Supreme Court. And Judge Thomas, judge my ass, crooked ass motherfucker. Get him out. Get him the fuck out. <laughs> Get him the fuck out. If Absolutely. Had done a tiny fraction of the, that's right. I agree. <laughs> anything like that we'd be in fucking prison right now and it wouldn't right. take long to get us there right and, tr and trump you know oh i've done nothing wrong oh I've, i'm an innocent man i'm personal life uh 12 sexual assaults that are going to trial over the next 18 months he's got the rape trial starting in three weeks he ain't but he's done nothing wrong. No, I ain't done anything wrong i just fucked women that didn't want to be fucked what's wrong with right. that yeah, right exactly <laughs> See, y'all wait, wait, wait 90 minutes. I'm charged up now, son. I got my battery. <laughs> Did you see a video that were that was uncovered about uh it was Trump and uh God, what is that turkey neck some bitch's name? Uh, Giuliani. When oh, they were dressed Jesus in drag. Christ. Turkey neck Giuliani. Oh. <laughs> His head melts when he does press conferences in front of people. Oh, that was too much. There was a skit of them doing What's drag. He dying? I mean, he's got nothing. Just shave this shit and move on. Exactly. <laughs> what uh, that one I never got. So Turkey Deck, what was the recording? What did you what did you hear? Uh, it was him and Trump that were doing it was a drag show. Or not a show. They were it was a skit. And Giuliani was the the woman. And Trump well, was saying how beautiful she was and like kissing all was down. Was it a Saturday Night Live thing or where was No, the... it was actually them. Oh. Yeah. No, the I mean, Trump was I didn't on see this. Trump was on Saturday Night Live and did a lot of goofy shit. So oh, I was okay. wondering. That might have been it. I was wondering if it was on that. But I don't remember just, Giuliani being in I think it was on Instagram. So I just I just happened to see it. But, I'll, be uh, happy, I'll be happy to take a look at the link. But no, they, they want to. Oh, and the abortion stuff. So yeah. tell me if you agree with this. We have three women here. Um, tell me this. Why should any man, especially an old white man, have any fucking say whatsoever what goes on with a woman's body and, and her <laughs> <laughs> He why, should why, not. Why not you, you see this right here? This is what I have to say yeah, to them yeah. all. <laughs> why, is, why isn't it a panel of 12 elected women that were elected nationwide, just like the Supreme Court, that if you want rules for women, at least let the country vote in 12 women to represent them? And let right. them, and keep men the fuck out of it. I ain't got no business telling you what to do. Um, no, if there's a lady over Agreed. here, door, if there's a lady over here next door that's eight months pregnant and and they're going to legally let her abort it, yeah, I personally would have a problem with it. But it ain't none of my goddamn business. Mm -hmm. And to, for a woman to be raped, that ten year old that got raped, yes, uh, remember that raped, story? That was pathetic. Shut your mouth, bitch, and have the kid. And yeah, you mm -hmm. might die. Yeah, you're going to be burdened for the rest of your life. No, mm -hmm. we're not going to give you any financial help because that's what Republicans do. Oh yeah, we, right. We yeah, we ain't going to help you once it gets here. Right. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, they're pro birth. Yep. Pro birth. Pro birth. Yep. yep. Unless they get them pregnant, and boy, look at the line oh, of those Republicans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's more like they're anti-women, but they really are. Trump, Trumpy Trump, just as guilty as any of them, paying mm -hmm. for abortions. And mm -hmm. and who was our boy down in uh, down in Atlanta? Uh, God, Herschel Walker. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Did have a track record of how many abortions he paid for? He yeah, at least three. <laughs> yeah. And you talk about bringing shame to the black community. Yes. Mm -hmm. To line up with those motherfuckers. 
Well, you notice they always had McConnell and uh, Cruz like they were his handlers. They were always well, on both sides. Well, when you got yeah, a right? when you got a blithering idiot who's got brain damage, you can't talk. You get somebody to talk for him. That's right. That's exactly, that's exactly what they did. It's exactly well, what like, they did. like the puppet. You know, the, yeah, they did it a yeah. little I, too late. I, but... I, you know, I watched Herschel play his whole career. He played for Trump in the USFL back in the mm -hmm. early '80s. Sure. And it seemed like a nice enough guy, but when you dig into his history of abusing women, pulling a gun on a woman, forcing them to get abortions, and then he stands up and says he's pro-life, fuck him. He's a piece of right. shit. Him, any white guy like him, any Jewish guy like him, any fucking human being like him, fuck them all, right. is my opinion. Yeah. We're gonna break the record. I, I want to count. I'll definitely let you know. Fuck, fuck, fucking fuck. The the there we go. Three in one hour. Yeah. Sixty-three fucks. I didn't even know I had that many fucks to get. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah well, we're giving them. we today. Now, where? Um, you know what? I have that same background. Is that the Streamyard background? Because I've used that one before. Yeah. The shells using. Yeah, I've used that one before. Yeah. Everybody want to know where I got my piano. I told them Liberace <laughs> gave it to me. <laughs> gave me, gave me the sofa too. Super odd long because it keeps blacking out in this area. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks like I, disappearing. Uh, I use uh, uh, green screens from time to time, and but when you're wearing neon, it, it doesn't go so well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right I agree. Scooby doesn't. Scooby doesn't believe in abortion either. Right. <laughs> right on, Scoops. He's in the window, probably wanting to abort a squirrel right now. Yeah, <laughs> he actually plays with the squirrels. I've got uh, four squirrels here: uh, Biff, Bartholomew, uh, Brianna, uh, named after Brianna Taylor. Biff, Bartholomew, Brianna, and Buford. And uh, my gotta have a Buford. <laughs> I gotta have Buford. And I've been feeding them for seven years. They come to my window every day. What? Yeah, wow. There's a cottage cheese container over there full of peanuts, uh, the shell the shell kind. And mm. every, every day I line the peanuts up in the windows. And even though I'm the one that feeds them and they know it, they're a little hesitant if I'm in the window. If all three dogs are in the window barking, they don't give a shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of like old family guy. <laughs> I didn't know squirrels could flip the bird, but I've seen them do it. <laughs> dogs are eating peanuts. You ain't going to do shit. And I've seen them go outside, and Scooby will gently chase after the squirrel. I've seen the squirrel chase after Scooby. It's just <laughs> the They're buddies. They just love to play. And the, But if I'm in the window, if I'm perfectly still, they'll come in. They've actually come in the house when my son lived upstairs uh they'd come in the house and eat on the bed and then go back out they were, oh, wow. they were the ones that started feeding them now my now i got a neighbor that lives where my son lived he said what's with all these goddamn squirrels trying to come in my house like, <laughs> 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 i see you out here feeding them all the time they think i should be feeding them i said and you should give them some fucking food just put some hungry. food out there. They don't have jobs and they don't work in restaurants. Give them some fucking food. <laughs> Here's what they like. Apples, peanuts, uh, leafy green vegetables, carrots. So he says he don't he he's not a squirrel fan. He's not a squirrel fan. <laughs> I'm not the biggest squirrel fan myself. I haven't seen a squirrel. Well, you're either. also not a fan of condoms laying on the street either. No. <laughs> Maybe it's we the all, squirrels leaving them there. We all, we all have our picadillos, don't we? <laughs> Forgive yeah, me for being offended by a used condom in the street. I know. Yeah, well, we get those yeah, lizards down here where you grab the tail and it detaches. 
what part of New York are you in? I'm in Queens. Queens. Okay. Well, that's where Trump's from, right? Yeah, but I'm from Astoria. Yeah. He's from, where the hell was he from? Elmhurst or something? Yeah, because John Leguizamo is also from Queens. He's the, but yeah, we were two different parts of Queens. Yeah. And, he's, and shut the fuck up about him being a self-made millionaire or billionaire. He's neither right. one. He inherited his dad's money, blew it all. Now he's, now he's $1.8 billion in debt. And apparently he's been spending the campaign money, which is illegal to pay off his attorney's bills, which is yep. campaign finance fraud. So there you go. Bring up another indictment. Let's yep. get him five times instead of four. Because they will bring indictments on all four charges. I have no doubt about it. If they're yeah. going to get him on Stormy Daniels and all the fraud that's going on there, they shut down Trump University for fraud. I mean, goddamn, how how many crimes you got to commit before you just have to say I'm a career criminal and you fucking right. got it? Yeah. <laughs> the over under was two point five indictments on Trump. I say it will be four and maybe a fifth with this new uh, campaign finance fraud they, they've got him on uh, wow. uh, through, through through paying his attorney's fees and uh, and witness tampering. Because of using the wall money and the fake election money, he used that to pay off the attorneys that were representing the people testifying against him and trying to get, <laughs> and trying to get them to testify to say good shit about him instead of bad. How, Shut up. Crime can one crime. There's fucking four felonies wrapped up in one right there. Yeah. So, <sighs> so I say it will be four, possibly a fifth. He could get five indictments out of this because now that the first one's gone, well, ain't press. You know, it's yeah. not it's not it's not forbidden anymore. It's been done. Well, it's it, it's it didn't have precedence because we never had such a fucking crook. Even right, a fucking angel compared it to this guy. And yeah, had, right. And had Ford not pardoned Nixon, he would have been prosecuted. Yep, and yeah. indicted. But Ford, another fucking Republican, saved it. Well, I did it for the country. I did it. Yeah. He did it to save another fucking crooked Republican's ass. Yeah. And right. here's something else I bet you all may not know. How many people were arrested or indicted in the eight years of the Obama era? And remember, there's oversight committees, and they're always trying to fucking arrest and indict somebody on the other side. How many in eight years were arrested or indicted in the Obama era? I have no idea. Well, the, number would, the number would be zero. As much as oh. they tried, as much as they tried, they were always trying to lock up Hillary, lock up, just lock oh. everybody up. Oh, and now they're word that we actually have a criminal and that we want to lock them up. I like the on-air thing. I need to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right $20 Amazon. Right above your damn head, too. I got to get one of those. So, um, so, 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 so no, um, zero people in eight years now, I don't know the number of how many people have been arrested, indicted, or pardoned by Trump, but it's got to be in the 20s or 30s, just for him alone. Bush had a shitload that yeah. were arrested. I didn't realize Bush had so goddamn many. And uh, now I'm sure the Clinton administration had a few because they went after him from the day he got there. He was there for eight years. But yeah, Obama, right. zero indictments, zero arrests, zero prosecutions in eight years, as much as they tried to do it. Good Lord. There you and go. the worst they got on him was a blowjob from Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, that, if that's a crime, if, that, if that's a crime, and they impeached him for that. Yeah. Okay, let Hillary worry about that. That's that's he kind of their marital problem. Her mouth from the what I've heard, uh, it was to, uh, even though she was, but it was considered a position of power. Mm. And for her to keep her job, she might have thought she had to blow uh, uh, Bill Clinton. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I've never made. We don't know the whole story of that either. You we know. Yeah. Well, yeah, we don't, and I guess they're the only two that do. Would be my guess. 
Um, but you know, I didn't hear her ever press charges against him. No, no. she was in her twenties, I guess. Right. Yeah. She wasn't 17, 15. She was age. And she also, a college intern or something. Uh, they're, uh, uh, anonymous <laughs> released something here a few years ago that my daughter-in-law screen captured off Twitter. Apparently anom- anonymous dropped 12 court uh, cases to where Trump settled out of court for sexual assault on children ages 15 and under, boys and girls. Oh, God. Okay. That maybe one doesn't surprise me. For money, maybe, maybe two. I don't think 12 do. It's just like 12. The yeah, 12. And wow. uh, Anonymous released it. And Twitter took it down because it was settled out of court. The agreement was you don't bring this up. Here's your money. Shut the fuck up. This never happened. This is the agreement. We'll pay you to shut up. Just like you tried mm-hmm. with Stormy. Just like you tried with Karen McDougal. Just like you did with the doorman who knew that he knocked up a maid. Mm-hmm. Doorman only got 30 grand, though. Doorman had some pretty good info. He should have got a hundred grand. Yeah, right? Say, he he should have held out for <laughs> way doorman. more. Doorman got <laughs> fucked and not in a good way. No Vaseline. Nope. None. None. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, we're going to go to a segment. Uh, I think you'll you'll be entertained by this. A lot of them are Floridians, and we're going to go to Shelly for Darwin's Darlings. All right, let's do that. All right. Vatican drug orgy broken up by cops. A priest at the Vatican was caught by police in a big gay drug orgy. Neighbors were sick of the noise and the steady stream of young men visiting Mansoor, I don't know how to pronounce his Some name. Some priest. His name has to be Mansoor. Mansoor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part of it. Savoir faire is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they called the police. Members of the um, the Swiss Guard, the, the Vatican's police force, arrived at the scene mid orgy. Where they found a group of nude men rolling that's, around. That's when you want to get there, right? Yeah. In the <laughs> right. In the good part. Womp <laughs> womp. Um, so gay sex isn't illegal in the Vatican City. Drugs are. And so he was arrested. For the drugs, not wait, the drugs. Wait a minute. What was illegal and what wasn't? <laughs> the, the, um, They're coming to get him <laughs> now. You hear the sirens? They're, they're <laughs> <arresting him. laughs> yeah, he's Wasn't over there. He's right over there. Yep. <laughs> Just drove by my damn window. It's meat wagon now. Gay sex was not illegal, but so gay sex was work. not illegal. Thank God for Republicans on that one. Yeah. And, um, and uh, but the drugs were so that's what they got. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Next one. Okay, shocked woman wakes up to find napping burglar in her guest bedroom. An Ohio woman reported he was tired. Back off. <laughs> tired. Needed a nap. Burglary. Had another house to go to. He was <laughs> just resting up. Uh, he was napping in her guest bedroom after he had broken in. Well, over he was the- masturbating, and that's inappropriate. We're not <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> they swim in her outdoor pool and even ate the, the family's leftover chicken. Good lord! Before leaving, well, they obviously didn't want it. So I have. How long was he in the house before heard, they knew? Right? How long was he insane? Door was probably left open, saw an unused bed, got him a nap. He's got places to go. Yeah. Saw some chicken that nobody wanted, so he got him some of that. Like, no, no, you got the damn. Yeah. Casey was dirty. Didn't want to use their shower. He don't know them. 
Your Honor, this here crook is innocent of all the charges that have been brought against him. <laughs> Before leaving, the creepy nap napper, uh, napster, even uh, swiped a, a pair of the son's underwear. Your Honor, we do not know this man is creepy. Okay, <laughs> not. Stole her son's drawers, man. That yeah. got me. <laughs> Stole the kid's underwear, huh? Yeah. Just... I was with him until then. Now I can't defend that. Yeah, you can't defend that. Leave the kid's underwear alone. Little boy's draws. Yeah. Little boy's right. draws. <laughs> Let's assume that yeah, the like son that was a teen was and he was Trump a big kid. Was. I hope so. Trump, Trump, Trump claims he's gay. And and uh, also, Matt Gates. that sounds like something he'd do. So we, we got to look into oh. that. If that ain't the rat face looking motherfucking man, don't oh like a oh, <laughs> There's three women here. How much money would it take for any of the three of y'all to fuck Matt Gates? There we go. There is um, no amount of money that would be appropriate to do that. You see all the faces? Just <laughs> oh, oh my god. Matt Matt Ratface Gates. That, that, that's the best nickname he's got yet. Matt Ratface yes, Gates. It is. But uh, Marjorie with those uh dime-sized eyes. I mean, there seems to be a correlation between small eyes and in tiny brains. Intelligence. <laughs> yeah, well, there is. There is. I'm the problem with that Josh Hawley too. That that that's another one that. that oh. shit, bitch, running like a coward after out there giving out the big pyre sign and you, you sodol, uh, solidarity. Excuse me to all the protesters, and then when the protesters are coming for his bony white ass, he takes off running like a goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, if I ever decide to go to Congress and whip everybody I don't like, I'm going to be. I'm going to need a nap. I'm going to have to go <laughs> get me some goddamn sleep. I ain't worried about any of them whipping me. Matt Gates, Josh Hawley, P the Pee Wee Herman of Congress. <laughs> Put a tight suit on him, and he normally does. The day he was running like a little bitch, he had a Pee Wee Herman suit on. I think all of them are Pee Wee Herman. And then I had to apologize to Pee Wee Herman because I tagged I tagged him in the Twitter post. I said, I'm sorry, Pee Wee, you're 10 times the man Josh Hawley is. <laughs> I insulted Pee Wee Herman. Made him less of a man than he really was. <laughs> Next, darling. Bank robber handed Teller a note with his name and address on it. Well, he needed to know where the fucking money had to go. <laughs> what? Get the money here, what? I'll be there. Why? Did he... After ordering the teller to hand over cash at the U.S. bank located in Cleveland, using a note that had Jerry a full name and address on it. Oh yeah. The FBI said it okay. reportedly was written on the back of a document from the <laughs> Ohio Bureau of Motor Vehicles. So oh my God! I'll be waiting on it. He just the dumb fuck wrote it on the back of a document that had his address on it. Yep. Similar thing. I, yes. I, had a, I had a guy that ripped off my car and was trying to steal our bikes and we caught him. And then we confronted him. The two of my neighbors, my son, myself confronted him because then he acted like he was wanting to buy the bike, not steal it. And then he's got a big duffel bag with him sitting off to the side. I couldn't see it. For, it was that window that all this confrontation goes down at that Scooby's at now. He's there because criminals show up at that window from time to time. So he's, out there, he's got his duffel bag and a hippie looking guy. And he says, well, how much do you want for the bike? I said, well, it's my son's bike. You'll have to talk to him. I said, but he's, well, I really need some transportation. I said, uh-huh. I said, well, how much are you offering us for it? 
well, I don't have any money. I said, well, that kind of kills the negotiation. Right? <laughs> and, uh, he said, but I have this gold chain and this hairy, nasty looking fuck is trying to take this gold chain. I said, no, no, it's all right. That has touched you. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't care what it's worth. You fucking keep it. I said, as a matter of fact, if you're that desperate for transportation, my son might give you the fucking bike. He's a charitable guy. Sure enough, my son's coming down the steps. My other neighbor, Chris, lives up above me. They're both coming down and they see this duffel bag off to the right that I can't see. I said, I'll tell you what. I said, Chris, can, can he have the bike? He says he needs transport. Yeah, he can have the goddamn thing. I said, buddy, I said, we've lost the uh, the padlock key to this thing a long time ago. If you got, if you can cut that chain off, you can have the goddamn bike. Okay. He goes over to his bag. He's got bolt cutters in his bag. He brings over the bolt cutters and he can't cut the chain. He says, hang on, I got another pair. What? What? He got two pair. So he goes over and gets a bigger pair. I said, hold up. <laughs> Our cars were robbed today. And somebody broke into our cars and I, I said, what else you got in the goddamn bag? So my neighbor walks over there because he's got it wide open. He looks up. He says, Kenny, there are three solves offs in this goddamn. I said, really? Oh, so my God. And he says, you ain't going to believe this shit. He says, uh, when I saw him, I thought I saw somebody out here running around in a clown mask. He oh, says, God. this motherfucker's got a clown mask in the back. Oh, I, said, shut the fuck. I said, shut the fuck up. He ain't got no. And then my son pulls it out of the. He's got a fucking clown mask. I was about oh, to defend him. He might have all that. He does not have. He's got a clown mask. I said, okay. Buddy, Damn. you got to go. Beat the ass, motherfucker. Well, Doink said, was trying to rob you. Yeah, Doink. Big Doink. <laughs> Doink had grown up. He was actually a kid. He grew up and didn't know it. Dink. So uh, we're telling him to leave. We're going to give him. We're going to give him a break and we're telling him to leave. He won't leave. He decides he's going to take on all four of us. And I said, okay, motherfucker. I said, I'm coming out there too. Well, you seem to be the reasonable one. I said, until you had all the equipment that robbed us today, I was kind of on your side. Fuck you. I said, no, my son says you got to go. You got to go. He says, motherfucker, you got to go. So he starts gradually backing up when Chris, because Christopher is like six foot three, about 280. You know, he's a big boy, black belt and every goddamn thing. He ain't got a fucking chance. So the guy starts backing down a little bit. He finally gets to the sidewalk out the front door, at, out, out the front yard here. He gets down to the sidewalk. Now he decides he ain't leaving. He's going to stay right there. He and, and So now we've called the police. I said, all right, well, you ain't going to leave. We can call the police. So he's well, I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to tell the police I'm innocent. I said, yeah, I'm anxious for him to see what's in your bag and then keep telling them you're innocent. Do that. He says, you need to shut up, motherfucker. He says, I'll come up here and cut you with a knife and I'm going to rape all the women in that house. Oh, my God. I said, oh, okay. I said, well. All right, come on. <laughs> Chris is standing there waiting on him. He says, let me tell you something, motherfucker. He says, you come up those steps. He says, I ain't going to do shit to you on the sidewalk as long as you're smart enough to stay there. You come up and you put one step in this yard. I'm going to take the fucking knife from you, shove it up your goddamn ass, and it will be up your ass when the police get here. He decides he would rather not have that conversation. Puts the knife back in the pocket. So I, I said, so are you going to leave or not? I'm waiting on the police. I said, well, good, motherfucker. They'll be here. And he hears the sirens. Now he's decided he's not going to wait. He takes off and he's heading down to the right-hand side of Cherokee Road. Throws his bag, which we didn't know at the time, because we, we tell the police when they get here, he's got this bag. He's got all the equipment he robbed us with. And he said, well, we've got him. He's in the car. And uh, he said, but he doesn't have a bag on him. So the Chris and Chris go walking through the yards. Four houses down, we find his uh, bag in a bunch of weeds in the yard. And I said, hey, he said, hey, we're not going to touch it, but the bag he had's right here. That bag ain't mine. He's, yeah, he hadn't even seen the bag. 
<laughs> this is the fucking setup. That goddamn bag ain't mine. Gets the bag, pulls it out, and there's all the equipment, the, the, the bolt cutters, the sawzoffs, drugs. He had all kinds of fucking drugs in the bag. The clown mask that we told him was in the bag. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, now he's still swearing to God it ain't him. No, it ain't mine. None of that shit's mine. They pull out, they because they already got his name earlier. He gave him his real name. They pull out shipping labels with his <laughs> fucking name on them. <laughs> Almost as bad as the goddamn bank robber. So he's, he's I can't go back to jail. I can't back. go, so can't go back to jail. For, for the record, you guys, I'm a lifelong atheist, probably since age 11. I love mm. to help people. I love to treat people good. But I'm still an atheist. I do not believe in a God. The guy above me is a huge religious guy. Big, big Christian, big loving, sweet guy. And he's praying for the guy as he's screaming. He doesn't want to go back to jail. Uh, I'm sorry. And he's going over wanting to hug him. I said, fuck him. Don't hug that motherfucker. He tried to rob me all. Uh, I'll be praying for you. Bro. I said, well, you can pray for him all you want, but the motherfucker's going to jail. <laughs> pray he doesn't get his bond while you're at it. So they, they turned out they had arrested him like six weeks earlier on drug charges. So this motherfucker, if he'd have just left, he would have got by with it, but he hung around, had to be a fucking tough guy, threatened to rape our women. He's going to kill everybody. Jesus and he got, and last I heard that this, this happened in last July and last I heard he's still in jail. So they, they got, really yeah. Good. So I interrupted a big ass story there, but go ahead. No, no, that was, <laughs> had to tell the clown story. Better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. I think Thank I've God. gotten 64 fucks in by myself. <laughs> well, then maybe we'll hit 120. We might. <laughs> we might. Lolo got in a few, so we're gonna get there. Oh yeah, yeah. She'll she'll get in a few more. I guarantee. The princess is being good. She's still pissed off about all those goddamn condoms. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and all those sex offenders that are apparently somewhere close by. Yeah. yeah. Did you find anybody you knew, by the way? No, nobody I knew. I'm it was just. <laughs> <laughs> Give it time. But I didn't look in Lincoln. I didn't oh, look yeah, in. Yeah, that's where you got to look. Our uh, old high school buddies. I've seen a bunch of people in that. No, not are the, you kidding me? Oh my god! That's yeah, gotta be, gotta be interesting. Matter of fact, one kid that high school buddies on the list. Well, I I went to elementary school with this one kid that uh, he was always kind of a creature, uh, cretin, but uh, found out a couple years ago he raped a six year old. Oh god. And uh, yeah, he's in federal pound me in the let, ass let, prison let as we speak. Let me guess, a Republican cop? Republican? <laughs> <laughs> just guessing, just guessing. Yeah, he, he was white a Republican. Guy, <laughs> white Republican cops, my guess, for 50 bucks. Here we go. <laughs> but like I said, guess the criminal, guess the crime. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right. By, by the way, I got, I, got a, I got an admission here on your show tonight. I, I was a sex offender in high school. I was offended I wasn't getting enough sex. <laughs> I just made that one up. I'm going to take that one on the road and see what I can get out of. I'm right there with you on that one. Me too. I'm a, I'm a racist. I hate stupid fucking white people. I made that one up back in mm -hmm. 19, 1996. I did that one at, at a wrestling show. And today, I'm a sex offender. I'm offended I ain't getting enough sex. I'm surprised Rodney Dangerfield, Rodney Dangerfield would have loved that joke. He'd have oh, yeah. Thanks so with Bobby Heenan. <laughs> Enan would have loved it too. He's a good well, back guy. in the day, we used to say, "I'm not racist. I hate everyone the same." <laughs> oh, I have, I have a wrestling uh, dear friend of mine who was a big deal in Memphis, almost as famous as Jerry Lawler. 
I can't give his name because this joke is so fucking inappropriate. He's doing stand-up in Nashville. I'm going to tell it here. It wasn't me that told the joke. It was a friend of mine who used to feud with Jerry the King Lawler. He's telling the joke. And he says, let me tell you something. Ain't nothing I, there's two fucking sets of people in this country I hate. I hate racist and Mexicans. <laughs> can't tell that joke. But he did. And so every time we talk to him on the phone, I said, so who are the people you hate again? <laughs> Racist and? Goddamn joke. Quit telling that. Sounds like something Mitty, noble Mitty, would have said, huh? Betty, don't tell it at the southern border often, I'll tell you. No, that. I bet you not. <laughs> well, when I lived in Nashville, I bet you 20% of Nashville was Mexican because everybody from Texas and Mexico were coming to Nashville because it was such a booming town. Mm. There was tons of work there. And God, mm. I, I bet you 20% of the population. Now, I don't know if they were all residents lived there permanently or not, but man, you couldn't go anywhere that you didn't see a large Mexican community. Hmm. And they they were responsible for the building of Nashville in the mid eighties, well into the nineties, oh, because wow. it was just it was just a booming community back then. I don't know what it's like now, but back then, uh, Ma uh, Nashville owes Mexicans a lot. I'll tell you that. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, they're not going to say that. Might thank be you. worth seeing. Yeah, they're not going to say thank you, but uh, they owe them one. Oh, yeah. right. Well, I remember in Lincoln, there was a huge, uh, I think it was a sanctuary city, Lincoln, Nebraska. We had a, uh, in the Wait a 60s, minute. It was Nebraska had a city that was sanctuary. That blows me away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lincoln, Nebraska, the home of uh, the University of Nebraska, right? Yes. Yep. Which, yeah. Before you go into your story, answer me this. Mm -hmm. To tell you that football is fucking crooked, what fucking 18 to 22 year old kid wants to spend four years in Lincoln, Nebraska <laughs> or Norman, Oklahoma? Nobody the fucking kid. The top Especially during the winter time. Right. Goddamn winter time. The, the, the top universities on the planet Earth should be the University of Hawaii, <clears throat> Southern California, UCLA, USC, University of Miami, a couple more Florida schools, maybe Jacksonville, maybe uh, a coastal South Carolina school. That's it. That's where all the kids ought to be going. Those ought to be the most powerful football schools in the country. No. Right. Norman, Oklahoma, Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, <laughs> Bumpfuck, Alabama, Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa, you got to be. Yeah, that's, Tuscaloosa, that but they got the number one fucking team every year. Who, what fucking 18 to 22-year-old kid would want to live in any of those three goddamn cities? Yeah, well, true. it's not, it's not kids good. coming. It's not kids coming into Nebraska yeah. for the most part. We breed them. These boys are corn-fed Nebraska boys. corn-fed for a reason. A lot of big, a lot of big white boys. Yep. Right off the farm. A lot of big dumb fuck white boys. I was raised in a family. I can speak about that because I was raised in a family with a lot of big dumb fuck white boys. So I. I well, I know uh, in the 60s, it was Russians. And then in the 70s. I know goddamn well this is the most entertaining show you've ever done. And oh, thank hell yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It is. It is. You <laughs> promised them it was going to be exciting. I couldn't let you down tonight. Hey. <laughs> and you've, you've succeeded. Uh, but there was a lot of being. Oh, you're never going to get monetized again. But we, we've done. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they're going to penalize you for shows you've already done. Probably. <laughs> Um, let's see the Vietnamese and the Sudanese population, which the Sudanese was after I left. There was a lot of Vietnamese. And where, where was this at? Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, mm -hmm. oh you were yeah. in Lincoln. 
Yeah. My yeah. apologies. God damn. <laughs> and, you, uh, you were a hostage. Somebody kidnapped you. You didn't go there of your own accord. Yeah, I was born in Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> you Omaha? Were you really? Yeah. Yep. Well, I was born in Lexington, Kentucky, and thank God my mother kept me there for three days. And then we moved to Tampa, Florida. We didn't know what that was going to become. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so three days in Lexington, then Tampa. Then I lived in uh, uh, LaGrange. Then I lived in Louisville. Then I lived in Nashville, then Atlanta, then back to Louisville. Oh, and, wow. a, and, and a little bit of time in Madison, Indiana. Most of those places are racist as shit other than Louisville. Wow. Most of them. So I've had my fair share, and I'm normally... Uh, you can't you can't really call me the white sheep of the family. Maybe I'm the black sheep. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the white ones didn't think too highly of me. Oh, I, I've blocked and gotten rid of almost every family member I've got. I haven't spoke to my father, my biological father, since 2007. Uh, he once called me. He found a picture of me and two black girls in a wrestling magazine that was on the shelf in Norfolk, Virginia. He calls me up and he says, Kenny, he says, uh, I found you in a wrestling magazine and, he, and my, and my biological father talks like a, a Southern general. You would think he was a Sherman of, of the, uh, oh, God. Yeah, that's how he talks. And and he's from Norfolk. It's not Norfolk. It's Norfolk and, and all that. And uh, so he calls me and he tells me, I saw you in this magazine. I said, yeah. And I had not seen the magazine yet. I didn't know which one he was talking about. And he says, yeah, you, you pick you, you in there with a, uh, and, and he, he didn't call them black girls. I said, really? I said, uh, I said, well, dad, I said, we don't call them that down here. Well, what do you call them? I said, we call them girls. We call them girls, you know? And, uh, I said, so no, no, we don't, we don't do that here. And, uh, he said, well, I just want you to know you brought great disgrace to the family. I said, well, I tell you what, I said, I tell you what, wow. I, said, I said, I didn't meet you till 1979. That's when I found out you were part of the, the leader of the KKK. You told me the shit about the Freemasons. I've given you an, a chance to evolve and hope maybe you ain't that fucking way no more. Obviously, it's not it's not going anywhere. So I, I'll tell you what, I'm going to solve your problem today. As of today and whatever date it was in 2007, I said, you can now consider me no longer a part of your family. So now I can't bring disgrace. I'm just some white guy who's in a picture uh, in a magazine with two black girls. And you can just say, hey, look at that. Uh, motherfucker, standing over those two, and you can just hate all you want. And I, <laughs> and I never spoke to my father again. Wow, and really? I've gotten, and I've gotten rid of a lot more than him since then for being racist. Yeah, I can drop him in a heartbeat. Well, doesn't matter. Is he, to me. Is he uh, still alive? He, unfortunately, well, I, I, wow. I don't wish death on anybody. Not even right. people that hate me with a passion. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Cornette's wished me dead before. I don't wish Jimmy. I've dead. seen that. Yeah, he wished me dead so he could kill my son. He didn't want to kill me. Oh, what? He just wished I well because my son ratted him out for a lot of shit that people didn't know about. Well, yeah, and uh, he got pissed about it. So, um, but no, um, and th horrible things that he had said uh, oh, about my son dating a black girl. And <clears throat> um, we've talked a little bit about it. There's a lot more that could be said. Um, but being as Jimmy was a best friend for 45 years, but we always got on him about the racist shit. Oh. And it's, it's like your uncle, you, for those of you that have racist uncles, maybe nobody in here, but Lord knows we had I do. And, and because they're family, you try to give them a little bit of slack and, and, uh, and, and uh, not the proper term, but a little bit of rope. And uh, even though now we have people in Tennessee that want to bring back hangings and yes, I saw that. That sounds great. Hang on from about that. 
Well, I tell you what, if they ever bring back hanging from a tree, I want somebody to keep some stats on how many white criminals get hung from a tree right. as to how many black. Keep those numbers. Yep. And, that, and I tell you what, that hand is how many white people is going to get it. And, they, and they're going to be beheading people. And then you got jaywalkers over here on the other hand. Oh, he's black and he jaywalked and he mm. should have known better. Get a rope. Get a yep. Rope. Yeah. So, um, Basically, you, you cannot go backwards. We cannot. Well, <clears throat> uh, I tell you what, it's amazing how 30 to 33%, maybe even 41%, if you want to listen to some polls. Um, I remember in 1972, I told my parents, I said, I'm totally convinced that 20% of Americans are stupid fucks that are capable of murder at the drop of a hat. I said that when I was 12. Then I see that 41% of America doesn't think Trump committed a crime. I've also right. seen as low as 30. So somewhere between 33 and 41% do not think Trump is a racist and they don't think he's committed any crimes and he's never assaulted any women, even though he told you he did on tape. Yep. that he can grab women's pussies and he can get by with it because he's famous. He, right. told, you what, he told you what he does. Yeah. yeah. Everybody heard it, but no, he was just talking. It was locker room talking. He's in locker room. Yeah. Yeah. Never do such yeah. a thing like that. So I have upped my uh, evaluation from apparently it's not 20% of the people or a bunch of stupid fucks capable of committing murder at the drop of a hat. It's apparently between 33 and 41%. Absolutely. The numbers have gotten worse as people are younger and people like me, you think, okay, this is wrong. We're not going to do this. Um, it is amazing how many people still have the racist tendency, tendencies, scared to stand up to their family. It's like, mm -hmm. belie it's like believing in God. There's there's more people that don't than will admit it. I've admitted it since I was about 11 or 12. Um, but Bill Maher had a thing on the other day. He says they've now categorized it in a different way to where they can be a little bit more open as to whether they believe in God or not. And it's now 33% heavily believe, 33% somewhat believe, 33% don't believe at all. And those 33% that don't believe at all either identify as atheist, agnostic, or not religious at all. So I've heard many people tell me I'm not religious at all. And, um, and, and that's just, you know, that's just where I stand. George Carlin made sense to me when George Carlin would talk, yes. he made sense to me. A lot of the preachers that talked to me, it didn't add up. <laughs> it just didn't add up. And, you know, he's coming, he's coming. Okay. Uh, we've been around here a long time and, uh, he, he ain't come yet. So, and I'm not trying to make anybody believe what I'm believing. I'm just telling you what works for me. And what and Paul Bearer, uh, a Percy Pringle, uh, who was a dear, dear friend of our family, was very religious, and uh, and was actually a real um, uh, what do you call it? The people that mortician. Run mortician. He was a, yeah. he was a real life mortician. And when he died, me and my son were both crying. He called me all the time. Uh, Jimmy would be pissed because Paul Bearer would call me more than he would call Jimmy. And he <laughs> loved my, he loved my son with a passion. So we're driving down the road. We're both crying, and especially my son. And he says, Dad, he says, I, I hope he's right. I said, right about what? About God. I said, he truly believed, man. I said, he really did. And he says, if any man deserves to meet his maker, if any man had a sweeter heart than Paul Bearer, he said, that's the guy I wanted to, to happen for. I said, Dad, I hope he's right. I said, well, Chris, I'm going to go along. I, I hope he is, too. I hope he is, too. It doesn't change my belief, but for his sake, I, I hope he's right. Right. Yeah. He truly believed. Oh, uh, yeah. He lived what he talked. He lived what he talked. It was kind of like a, I was listening to Kevin Nash's podcast and he was talking about his son. I'd love to get him on. I, yes. uh, he, he and I line up 
pretty good. Yes, absolutely. And, and, I've, and I've met him a few times. He he invited my son to come to Cincinnati, watch Monday Night Raw with him, and always was cool as shit. Yeah. I'm terribly sorry for what he went through with his son. That, that's got to be the absolute fucking worst yeah. to deal well, with. That, that. I'd that. love to have him on. He would be a great. That would be very. That would be a great episode. And and politically, we line up. Now I now yes. I had uh, I had uh, Eric Watts on the other day, former quarterback of Louisville, been in every big company there is wrestling wise. Mm-hmm. We don't line up politically. We don't line up religiously. He's very religious. Uh, very old school wrestling. Maybe even more old school than me. Politically, all the people he wanted to interview were people that I want five minutes with so they can never breathe again. (laughs) (laughs) But we get along so good. We click good. We had a 90-minute conversation on the phone the other day just talking business and his credit card processing company and everything. Eric Watts is a hell of a guy. Mm -hmm. Politically, (laughs) religiously, and and maybe somewhat in wrestling, we don't line up. We don't line up, but he's a good guy. Anthony Scaramucci, lifelong Republican. He's never going to change. But I did get him to quit supporting Trump. He worked yeah. for Trump the first time he was on my show. The last eight times he's been on, he did not. So, and we get along great. He's very religious, very Republican. I am neither. We get along great. I consider him one of my better friends. He's a great guy. So, there we go. So I cut you off. Go ahead. No, that's all right. Go cut ahead. you off again. So just be ready. <laughs> I'm going to do one more, and then we'll go to the Dear JJ. Today from Amazon, I've been drinking out of these plastic bottles that are not BPA certified, and they're dangerous, and they cause cancer. Of course, I've been doing it for fucking 10 years. (laughs) Six of them for $19. Keeps it ice cold all day long. Best 19 bucks I've ever spent. Amazon? Amazon. That's where I get all my shit. Yep. That's where I got that on air sign. Also 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> taught not to bite the Amazon guy. We can't risk that shit. <laughs> the Amazon man alone. And the Walmart man. Leave him alone too. Yes. <laughs> my my saviors. Go ahead. Uh, we, we better we better sell a shitload of these books today. I probably screwed you too, and I probably screwed everybody watching the show today. <laughs> Especially you, Lolo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You, I'll get you too, Coltrane. You ain't safe. I know. <laughs> you, know you know what I tell my dog? I got two dogs, and, and they like to hump each other. The two boys. They never hump the girl. <laughs> two boy dogs hump each other all day. You know what I threaten them with? What's that? Said, Let me tell you two motherfuckers something. You knock off the gay <laughs> shit, or I'm going to ship you to Florida to Ron DeSantis for de-gayification class. <laughs> <laughs> They back down right away. They don't want to go there. Join Bert Bobert's husband <laughs> <No>. down there. <laughs> the Bert and Ernie of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bank robber made deposit in ATM outside. A Delaware man robbed a Wilmington bank, but didn't keep the cash for long. After fleeing the Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo branch, he paused and made a deposit into the ATM outside. The same bank. Mm-hmm. He's walked outside yeah. and put the money in. He robbed his own bank. He yeah. Own okay. bank. And then put it into his account. <laughs> There's no way. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah. Poor little Tink Tank. Yeah, He's well. just stupid. Yeah. He yeah. just stupid. He just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Poor baby. I think Vanilla Ice had that bit of uh, uh, the guy that used to impersonate Vanilla Ice on. Uh, uh, in living color, help me out. Uh, oh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim yeah. Carrey. He's he the best imitation. 
he not stupid. He just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was stupid. That's a show that can never be replicated today. Oh man, oh, that's the best. That was the best. I loved in Living Color with a passion. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I, to me, never it, missed it. It was, it was better than Saturday Night Live. Oh, it would offend everybody. I did. I liked it. Fly Girls, right? Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, J-Lo got her start as a fly girl mm -hmm. on there, and, and Jim Carrey was just the funniest. Mm -hmm. Fire Marshal Bill was one of the greatest oh, characters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fire Marshal. Oh, he can do anything. He can do anything. Well, JJ, we're going to go to you for our Dear JJ segment. These are real Dear Abby uh, questions from across the years. Did uh, I just see a sex offender look through her window? I think I saw something right there. What's that? What would you say? I, did I just see a sex offender peeking through JJ's window? I think. Yeah, don't don't up. play with me. Don't. <laughs> you look them up. They're just trying to take your computer. They don't want you ratting them out. <laughs> I already screenshot it, so we're good. <laughs> right, damn. Dear I've, JJ. Never, I've never looked up sex offenders. I guess that might not be a bad idea. Well, yeah. And you'll be surprised at how close I'm Marty a house. Uh-huh. Tubi's a sex offender. That's two cow. He'll tell you. Two cow picture in the paper. Yeah. I didn't ask for none of this. <laughs> All right. Dear JJ, I'm confused and frustrated. My son is coming home from college and bringing his living girlfriend and wants to stay in my home. I've always been against this kind of arrangement. I love my son, and the girl is a very nice person, but I can't seem to come to terms with myself accepting this in my home. Am I being an old fuddy-duddy, and how do I tell him if I don't think I can go along with this arrangement? I think it sets a bad example for my young grandchildren who stay with me. Sincerely, desperate. Do we know the ages of the people? Mm, college age. <clears throat> college age. Yeah. College age. Um. With other living, with other small children living in the house, no, it's not acceptable. That's not something that you want them to see. Um, but who's saying they're having sex though? Yeah, no, so we we're not. We we're not saying that we don't even know that. But because what if they have an extra bedroom and the young lady stays in the extra bedroom and there's no that would work on. okay that would absolutely work but those that. two sleeping in the same bedroom forking no. and forking. i made up another <laughs> <laughs> like shaking and baking uh, let's see i think i think dad's just pissed he ain't getting any i think it's the problem so <laughs> <laughs> This one probably, uh, you've probably gone through this here, uh, Kenny, as well. I am in my 70s. My wife and I live in a house across the street from two middle-aged ladies. Recently, some limbs from one of their trees fell into their lawn, so I went into the yard to remove them. Rather than welcoming my help, they were upset that I went into their yard <laughs> without being in my yard. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, JJ. And then I have a somewhat similar story, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, is it asking what you would do about these ladies that yeah, were how upset? Do you or how do you handle it? In her yard, neighbor goes over, removes the limbs. Ladies pissed because he was in her yard instead Just of saying uh, removing the limbs. Well, first of all, I would look up and say, you know, I was just trying to help. But I'd have to walk up like this. I mean, I, I personally wouldn't do that if I don't didn't know my neighbor because... 
you can't just walk into people's lawns and do that. Um, yeah. Even if it seems helpful, maybe knock on the door first and say, hey, I'm going to help you out with this because people are stupid and they judge by, you know, what you look like. So well, what, there's, what city do you live in again, JJ? I live in Wymore in Nebraska. Wymore, Nebraska. I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Coltrane, are you, are you still in uh, Nebraska? No, I'm actually mm -mm. in Phoenix now. You're in Phoenix, Arizona. I Lolo. And Lolo's <laughs> in New York. I could, I could see a New Yorker getting hot about that. I'm, I'm very going to say, I'd say, get off my damn property, bitch. See, uh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, see? I, I left that off to yeah. be nice. Yeah, I'd be like, get the fuck um, off my I, property. I, I, I'm not like that. If it was obvious they were trying to help me, I would have to step out and say thank you. Yeah. Me now, too. I'd I totally welcome it. But I'm still gonna say get off my damn property, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Did I ask you for your damn help? I'm not asking <laughs> you. Damn help. There you go. She's representing. She's representing. I told you that's what New yeah. Yorker would do, and she's yeah. Me up on it. Well, what well, happens when my friend, the guy, knocks on the door? Hey, I need help. He's like, she's like, get off my damn property. Yeah, I'm a. Southern but that's just fucking rude. People are just should just be nicer. They should just be more nice. They really it's should. Not the way we roll here. I mean, we are always suspect. It's like, well, what you doing here? The atheist and the Christian, Christian think you're a rude New Yorker, so you need to behave. <laughs> the rude New Yorker me don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I told you that's how it was going to be. Now, uh, Coltrane, um, yes. how, how would you handle this, either in Phoenix or in Nebraska? How would you handle it? Depends on how they're coming. I'm up in your yard, yard, big white fuck in your yard, picking up tree limbs. Obviously, moving them out. You know, they're they're cluttering up the area, and I'm moving your tree limbs. What do you say to me? Oh, if you're moving the tree limbs, I'm like, thanks, because I wasn't going to do that shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much me. Green, disabled. I, I, you know, I get around, but not well. Yeah. And I ain't going out there and moving them goddamn tree limbs. That's what I got a landlord for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, my roof leaks. It ain't my problem. It's theirs. Fix yep, the goddamn roof. Us too. Air conditioning go. goes out in the middle of the summer. Shit, we'll just there you go. go. That, yeah. That's why I never had a desire to own a home because everybody I know never owns it. It's always refinance, remortgage, yeah. re this. Right? Not, oh, not, yeah. not that it doesn't happen, but I, I could probably count on two fingers how many people. Act, hell, my friend Jim Cornette, uh, he, he he doesn't own his own home. Oh, he does. Uh, the, the, the bank does. Well, yeah. Sorry, Jim. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, um, <laughs> unless he paid off a, a whopping amount of money in the last couple of years, I didn't know about. Hmm. Uh, but no, it's, it's, and then when the air conditioning goes out, he's got to drop two, three, five grand yeah. to fix his air conditioning. If, if there's a leak in the roof, you got to replace, well, you got to replace the whole roof. We, we can't figure out where the leak's coming from. Replace yep. the whole goddamn roof. You know, oh, uh, stop, stop. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> well, there you go. It's coming for you. I've never, I just, I've... but in my defense, I bought a house for $1,000. Well, you can afford to put a little money in your house. Yes. <laughs> you're probably 350K on one. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy bought a house in Nashville once. Sorry, Jimmy. Jimmy bought a house in Nashville once and had to spend seven grand on a new sewage system the week he moved in. Oh, what God. the hell? He didn't get the sewage system checked out, and I think it was around seven grand oh, out of his man. pocket. And this is in, and this is in the early nineties in in Knoxville, and oh, it was wow. like a two hundred and sixty thousand dollar house, nice place. Seven grand, he's paid his down payment. He's moved in, fucking sewage system fucks up, and he's got to pay oh. seven grand to get it fixed. Was it like? before i mean it, it, 
had well, somebody sure, lived I'm there sure the before or was it before. i'm sure the problem existed before but he had already signed papers made the down payment moved in and now what happens is on you and uh there was no yeah right the other. agent ran away laughing yeah. Oh, absolutely. Stupid fuck. That's so fucked up. No one's going to pick up your tree limbs either, Jimmy. So you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but feel free to pick up mine should you, you come by. But you pissed him off and threatened to kill him, so he's not going to help you with the tree limbs. <laughs> I don't want no help my damn Chile. Jimmy's new neighbor up here, Lolo, going to move in next door to Jimmy. They just won't speak to each other. Oh, man. <laughs> you stay I out of my yard, I'll stay out of yours, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> stay out of my fucking yard. Me and Coltrane will be trying to work people to do all our work for us. So we don't know <laughs> what we're going to do. <laughs> One more, JJ. All right. Okay. Here, JJ. I cannot live with my mother, and I don't want to live with her. She wants her <laughs> own room in the same house, no duplex. I can't even describe the dread this, this is causing me. I do not like her. <laughs> if she were not my mother, I couldn't even be friends with her. Why is my sister? Why is my sister writing you? What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> She's extremely self-centered, controlling, overcritical, and rude with an opinion on everything. She's been married and divorced many times, and she has no friends. She turns every conversation Apparently not, not her daughter. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> she turns every conversation on any topic back to herself. Mother knows oh, I, I do that. that. I, I do that. <laughs> Mother knows that I do not want her to live with us, but she's pushing. She knows I hate it when she drops in on me unannounced early in the morning, but she does it anyway, saying, I know this drives you crazy, but if my daughter or I plan to meet mother at her mother at a restaurant for a noon lunch, she shows up at the house at 10 a.m. to wait for us. When mother eats with us at home every week, she samples the food, makes comments like she's the food critic for the New York Times. I could write pages and pages about her annoying habits. What can I do, JJ? Please help me. Stressed out daughter in Florida. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can I can I can side with her on some of this stuff, but you know, some some of it not that extreme. Um my mother actually currently is uh has a room in my house dedicated to her. I thought she was and, up on the roof fixing the roof is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down, mom. You got that whole patch. I, I, I look at it like this. If your mother took care of you, there comes a time when you have to take care of your mother. If, in fact, this is his mother and she didn't take care of him, fuck her. She can't come stay with you. She can't come, you know, none of that. Sorry, you're going to have to find your own shit. If she's broke and I got money, I'll help you, but you can't stay here. Yeah. So it depends on the relationship. Not given is what my son has always said. You earn your respect. It just ain't given. Right. Absolutely. Yep. What's that? I said absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, I've got a solution to the whole goddamn thing. You invite her over to spend the night, and I've seen this on countless shows. Murder, she wrote, all the cop shows, invite her to spend the night. And if you take a pillow and apply the right amount of pressure, <laughs> you won't get caught. If you use a pillow, you are getting by with murder. I've never seen anybody caught use the pillow. Saw it on Justified the other day. 
<laughs> right in the goddamn hospital bed. None of the doctors and nurses had a clue to what happened. He just quit breathing after after after, after uh, Walter Coggins left the room. So, don't know what happened. Pillow on his so, face. I guess he, you know, he, sunlight was getting in his eyes, and he just smothered to death on his pillow. Goodness. <laughs> No, no one ever gets caught that uses a pillow. I don't know why more. We ban guns, give everybody a goddamn pillow. They're going to sleep eventually. You're going to take a nap eventually. When you do, you're mine, motherfucker. You're mine. I think Chris Rock had a good idea years ago when he said, go ahead and sell the guns, but make the bullets expensive as hell. Well, right. There you go. Now, who said that? Who did you say? Uh, I think it was Chris Rock. I think you're right. It, uh, it might have been Chris Rock, but I heard that a while back, and it just made so much fucking sense. Mm-hmm. All right, he won't ban the guns, motherfucker. We'll ban the bullets. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Not only make them expensive as shit, ban the motherfuckers. Yeah. You you want you want you want a hundred rounds to go out and shoot a fucking deer? All right, what's well, going to cost you? Mm-hmm. Seventy five dollars a pop. But no, I say ba- just ban the bullets. Yep. Now, That's yeah, true. there's going to be some motherfuckers. I've watched The Walking Dead. I know that you can make four bullets a day if you try hard. I've seen it. I saw Eugene do it, but uh, you know, <laughs> Eugene can make some goddamn bullets. It's only four a day, but he can make some. Hey, <laughs> four shots he didn't have yesterday. Exactly. That's what I say. Four bullets you didn't have before. That's four zombies that better watch what the fuck they're doing. Is all I can tell you. <laughs> you better be a crack shot too. That'd be my ass. Shoot right well, past. That's, where, that's where that's where you hang around with uh, Raylan Givens from Justified. He, he's a he's a he's a crack shot. He don't miss. So you you hang around with Raylan. Give him your bullets. You don't, don't don't be missing yourself railing to get them there you go yards in, that zombie's fucked every time <laughs> or or be like me smother that fucking zombie <laughs> zombies sleep too i think well if you smother them they do <laughs> zombie under a tree napping fuck pillow his ass <laughs> Well, I tell you what, guys, we're about at the end of this program. This and, goddamn uh, show will be over when I say it is. You made me say a goddamn word. We're going to nine, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, let's go. Shit. <laughs> no, it's 7.30. I, I've, I've bored you people enough. Oh, no. You've actually... Uh, my shows. I'm, 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 I'm apologizing for doing such a good show over here because my show sucks. I wish yeah. I could. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I really love your show. It's a uh, we uh, try to have know, a good time. We try whenever to. I catch it, anyway. I uh, always you... like doing other people's shows because the heat's off, right? Heat's <laughs> off. You know, just whatever happens. I always try to be their number one guest, though. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what type of views do you average over here on your YouTube show? Not much right now, about 100. So you all care. You got introductions and countdown clocks yeah. and fucking opening credits and shit. We just open up. <laughs> hey, motherfuckers, we're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're still relatively about, new. We got nothing. Yeah. We're relatively new, so we just we got started not that long ago. So well, I'll help promote your show. Still getting comfortable. Really still, that. you I'll know. I'll help promote it. I like what you guys are doing. This is a good awesome. thing you got going over here. Matter of fact, go Thank ahead and you. promote your right now. Where can we find you? Uh, I will be. I'm on every Tuesday night, Thursday night at 9:05 p.m. As a rule, occasionally we go on a little early. Occasionally we even do Saturday night shows. Well, that's fucked tonight, thanks to this. Show. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's at uh, uh, YouTube.com. Uh, uh, YouTube.com. The Bowling Alley, and you can also find it under because we also do the Star Maker Bowling Show. But that is YouTube.com forward slash at Star Maker Bowling. 
Don't know why you got to have an at sign, but you're Mine not going to find it. That's yours yeah, too. I don't know what that's now, about. Now, the bowling yeah. alley does not have the at sign. It's youtube.com forward slash the bowling alley. But for the Star Maker Bowling Show, but you find them in the same place. So it's not yeah. that big a deal. It's just so many people knew me as Star Maker Bowling and maybe wondered what the bowling alley was. We figured we'd make a Star Maker Bowling Show that was less political, but we get our shit in. Yeah. And if I'm doing the bowling alley, you know the fucking shit's coming. Uh, some goddamn Republicans getting shit talked on that night if it's the bowling alley. So that way they know ahead of time. Ladies, okay. it is entertaining. So definitely check them out. All you out there, check them out too. Uh, yeah, ladies. Yeah. Bring, it, bring, bring your own condoms because I'm going to leave them on the street. <laughs> JJ, where can we find you? Um, You can find me on Facebook, JJ Jackson. Um, yeah, on the roof with her mother. <laughs> You can see, see, roof fell over. over. <laughs> Sorry, that was Go my over. phone was ringing. Um, what's your mother up on the roof wanting to come down? <laughs> um, and I think you can find me on Instagram. Um, Jay, you're throwing me off, what man. Probably stolen by now. It's J underscore baby eighty five, and uh, Boo. on the whisper, on the whisper thing. Just you mean wisdom? JJ Jackson, wisdom. wisdom? Yeah, wisdom. There we go. I don't look know. for her whisper. <laughs> I, I've learned something today. I didn't know there was a whisper or a wisdom. So I've today. Oh, I like the wisdom app. Um, app. You'll have to take a look at it. Yeah, I, like I do. Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of it. Basically, it's a uh, people post questions. You answer with your voice. It's do they let white people over there? Uh, Thanks. So. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, they make do. Me, make me an honorary black guy today so I can just go anywhere. You're in there, Pookie. <laughs> All right. Man. All right. <laughs> Shelly. Uh, yes, Shelly, where are you? Caught you off guard, didn't I? You got that little hidden background over there like we don't know where you are. <laughs> Blending in like a ninja. Um, consider this hit can be found at consider this underscore hit on Instagram. Jaded Zen Entertainment is on both Instagram and uh, Facebook. Consider this hit is also on Facebook, but it's spelled as you say it. We got to work on Shelly's microphone. She's got too much good shit to say. That and everybody else seems to be sounding pretty. Good. We got to work on Shelly's microphone. Yep, well, she's just very soft spoken. Yeah. she's very well, soft spoken. Fuck up, goddamn it! Speak. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the goddamn podcast business. You're not on Whisper like like Prince. <laughs> Princess gave me an opening there. I like that. <laughs> not on Whisper. You're on Big Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you can catch me on Facebook. Yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> Jason Coltrane <laughs> and uh, uh, Instagram brother underscore Coltrane. And from there, you can find all my other shit. It's pretty easy. Uh, YouTube.com slash at Jaded Zen. Got that damn ad as well. Um, next week, I don't know what we'll talk about. We, oh, Lolo, I'm sorry. Just left the New Yorker out of there. 
over there. Yeah, she's cleaning up condoms as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> stick with the I'm looking for the motherfuckers who threw them out their fucking windows, what I'm doing. You might not be happy with what you find. Some big dick motherfucker out there throwing condoms around. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me on Instagram. I won't be that guy. I'll be a little dick motherfucker throwing condoms around. I'm watching you. I'm watching you. I figured. Uh, for those uh, uh, for those that want to uh, keep up with my charity and everything, for those that want to donate to feed the Filipinos. Uh, we do, that's what my show is dedicated for is feeding, uh, uh, desperate Filipino families in need. Kenny Bullen at MSN.com is not only my PayPal, but my Zelle. And you can find me on all my social media. If you type in star maker Bolin, you will find me either on Instagram, Twitter is at star maker Bolin and Facebook is forward slash star maker Bolin. So I just wanted to get that shit in that if you want to find me, that's how you do it. Cause this would be a whole new audience over here. So that's how you find me back to Lolo. <laughs> Where can we find you? You can find me not not really too many places. I'm on Instagram, C-O-L-O-N-L-O-I-S, my name backwards, Cologne Lois. I'm on Wisdom as Crazy Low. No and that's shit. It. That's it for now. I'm a little out of my mind, baby. I'm a little out of my mind. Little? Um, little bit? I'm a little out of my fucking mind. You, you open the show bitching about condoms on the street. A little bit? <laughs> You still do the uh, ice cream thing, Kenny? Uh, ice cream for the Philippines? Yes, we do. Yeah. Ice cream for the Philippines. Uh, a school teacher named uh, Ice Cream Jennifer, we named her, uh, got me doing that because a bunch of kids gathered around an ice cream truck and only like two kids had ice cream cones out of like 20. Wow. So we ended up buying all the kids ice cream because they were like 20 pesos. Yeah, you could buy like three ice cream cones for a dollar, something like that. So now, uh, occasionally, we will get with school. <laughs> daycares and things like that and we or, or in neighborhoods and we'll buy ice cream for every kid in the neighborhood we'll make arrangements with an ice cream truck give us an idea of uh, how many kids are in the neighborhood and if a few adults show up we buy them ice cream too and it's uh 50 pesos is a dollar and sometimes you can get these ice cream cones we'll, we'll get a good rate 10 to 20 pesos per cone and uh and kids and kids rarely get ice cream there it's it's a real luxury for them to get that Aww, and then the wow. idea the ice cream driver appreciates it too. But the other thing we do is we buy bags of rice for fam. I just did this for a family in Manila last night. Uh, they had a typhoon just l destroyed their home. They sent me the video of it and the roof is fucked up. Oh. And they hadn't eaten in like three days. Uh, the storm ruined all their food. So we got, we got them a uh, 70 kilogram bag of rice. That is about 140 pounds. And that was to feed her and her neighbors for the next 30 days. Fantastic. I love and, that. And it, and it cost us like 70 bucks. I love so that. And beat that. And we've been yeah. doing that for about the last four years now. And my show is dedicated to feeding these Filipino families because their government don't do it. Kenny, why don't you help Americans? Well, Americans can get help. Right. We all can. If we're desperate, somebody will step up and help us. Nobody over there does. And even your fucking neighbors are trying to keep you down over there because if they're yeah. lucky enough to have something, they try to make sure you don't. Not all the communities are like that. But so we have uh, we have probably fed. I think we fed over 2,000 kids ice cream cones now, and we have fed over 800 wow. families in the last four years. That That's is awesome. awesome. And that is them, awesome. Some of them repeatedly. So the PayPal is Kenny Bowen at MSN.com. Just tell me in the comments where you want that money to go. <clears throat> if you watch the show and you have a specific family you want to help, 
or you have you want to help somebody get a mattress, you want to help somebody get a bag of rice, you want to help them get eggs, peanut butter, whatever. They appreciate every fucking thing they get. And this girl wrote me at two o'clock in the morning last night. I had her turn on her camera. They, they, they don't get much data over there for video, but she was on long enough. I could see the damage it was done to the house. She looked like shit. She hadn't eaten in three or four days other than no. just some watery soup or something that was just had no base to it whatsoever. And uh, so we sent a, we sent them roughly about $70 uh, that will not only feed her and her family, but her neighbor's family as well, who's going through the same shit. Oh, it's awesome. it's not a lot of variety, but at least it's solid food on the table every day. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's well, awesome. I appreciate that. Well, that that's my passion. That that's what my show is for. People <clears throat> well, feel a lot of that. People tune in. It's all about the money with you, Bowen. If we don't donate, you're mean to us. I said, yeah, because you got five fucking dollars. Mm. Donate if you got five bucks, two bucks, whatever it is. It all adds up. And and yeah. people will watch my show. I said, if all of you donated a dollar, we can feed a shitload of fucking people, but you don't. There's yeah. 20 of us that donate every 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 week, uh, 20 of us, and then the other 980 of you don't do shit. Mm. And if you just yeah. don't get a dollar, if this show ain't worth a dollar, don't watch it. I would say the same thing about yours. Right. You know, if you got a, right. a charity or something you want to raise money for, if you ain't if you ain't getting a dollar's worth of entertainment out of it, why are you not why are you watching? Exactly. Well, you got a I got That's bill, a great man. point. Yeah, you got a roof, you got a you got a floor, you got a refrigerator, you got electric, then you got more than they got. Exactly. So, yeah. People out a little bit. So it's my passion. It really is. Well, we'll promote the hell out of that. Um, Thank you much, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Well, hey, Kenny, we appreciate your time. Lolo and I have crashed since we got here about the condom shit and the dirty <laughs> neighborhood. We found some common ground. Feed yep. the Filipinos. Oh, That's I'm all about people. feeding hungry people. Yeah. I, I, I hate hunger. There's a bridge down here about two miles from me, 1.8 miles to be exact. And the homeless gather there. And we get so fucking pissed because they're doing the same thing on Bardstown Road. They now have groups of people here to move and displace the homeless. We don't care where you go. Just don't be in plain sight. Yeah. We don't want to see you. Aww. And so we saw these people and they, they confronted me and Chris one, one day because we were feeding them. And Chris turned to me and says, let me tell you, motherfucker, something. I like these homeless people a lot fucking better than I like you. Oh, yeah. So you Get the fuck away. They need food. You have food. You have a job. You're being paid to run off these people that have no fucking money and no fucking food. Fuck right. Me. Get out of our and Christopher's more confrontational than I am. I just back him up. Yeah. So <laughs> but now he uh he they all wearing yellow vest, and their job is to move the homeless people, get them out of sight, get them out of the way. And they they will try to arrest you if you show up with a shitload of food, which we do. They haven't tried to arrest me yet, but I've seen them do it. And wow. we get McDonald's to work with us up here and they give us half price on everything we get so we can go down and feed the homeless. And uh, we'll show up with 100 hamburgers. And, you know, if there's 50 of them, we make sure everybody gets a couple hamburgers. They give us free bottled water to give out to them because during COVID, there wasn't any places they could go and get water. Right. You, know, you couldn't go anywhere. So bottled water was a huge help, too. We finally got a comment in here. Catherine, we, uh, I don't know who's who's funny. I bet it's J.J. Trying to, get her, trying to get her mother off that roof. That was <laughs> now, 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 Coltrane, when the show goes off, does the on-air song go black? Does it go dark? Uh, yes. Ooh, <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging around for that. <laughs> I them. Well, hey, we really appreciate your time. Um, well, you better after wasting 90 minutes of my day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> appreciate me but we made we made it uh entertaining and worthwhile now is, is this show going to be available right after the show uh probably tonight 
tonight yeah let me know yeah. when it's available and i'll get it out to my people i'll, I'll put out the good word for you man i like right. your show you, I'll, I'll come on anytime i appreciate that well, thank right, you so, the right amount of money and the right amount of condoms oh well. <laughs> <laughs> right, bring JJ. your own condoms and keep them off the fucking street all right <laughs> deal deal i didn't know he's gonna bitch about it but all right. of course i'm gonna bitch about it of course you're a crazy lady that's on wisdom for crying out loud <laughs> or whisper i wish you'd go to whisper i don't whisper <laughs> Whichever. Whisper. Wisdom pretty loud. <laughs> All right, Kenny. Well, let's do it again sometime. We will. And, uh, the word, man. And don't make me wait 90 goddamn minutes on Podbean, yeah. and I'll do it. I know the technology now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you. Uh, take care down there, and uh, we'll definitely get the word out for your charities. Well, thank you for having me. And, uh, and I'll have you on my show sometime, and we'll help promote you. Fuck Lolo. Oh, I ain't having her on. She'll take over. <laughs> I'll do my own damn show, bitch. <laughs> if, JJ, if JJ's done making her mother patch that hole in the roof, <laughs> me and Shelly will use the same uh, screen save, uh, uh, background and we'll look like we're in the same living room. Nope. <laughs> I'm in the basement by myself. There you go. Where you should be. Where you don't need to harm anybody. All right, for Kitty, for JJ, for Lois, Shell, this is Coltrane saying thank you for joining us, and we'll talk about some other shit next week. Take care. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>